Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mama's on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into Weekend Gardening. It rained at my house last night, and we all said hallelujah. Even the cats, they all stood up and danced on the potting bench. They were so happy. The good news is you might get a drop or two, but then again, the rest of us won't. So that's the weather forecast for this particular uh, episode. I'm sorry, I'm reading the text already. Episode of Weekend Gardening. Thank you so much for being here. We have so much going on in our gardens. Some of it's just funny stuff, like Trey's text. Because, you know, humor is part of all of this. But it's also really at this time of any season, the, the, the height of the season, really does separate the gardeners from the wannabes. For those of you who do not have wilted shrubs, for those of you who have still have a few tomatoes to pick, for those of you whose lawns have not gone entirely brown, this is your world because we're trying really hard to get through this patch. A little rain last night certainly helped at my house. I hope you got some at your place, Lance. I don't know, though. You, you, we're still watering containers, but the rain really, really did help. Oh, it did. It, it was one of those where, like I told you, I was skating it. It was right oh, on the edge. You're dry. You were out driving, yeah, of I was, course. And of so course. I went and had a, a beer at the club with the guys, and it just absolutely downpoured. And I was like, hallelujah. That's right. We need it. I, I, the water bill is going to be pretty high this month, but that's Let's not okay. talk about that. Yeah, you got to keep things green around here, you know. So. Yeah, and you know what else? It doesn't last for long. We do have droughts, but on the other hand, we, we the, the alternative, of course, is that we would be in the throes of the same sort of ridiculously crazy weather that other parts of the country are. We're we're hotter than we'd like to be, certainly hotter at night than we would like to be. It was 77 at 5 o'clock this morning in Jackson. I think it was over 90 at 8. Probably. probably. So it's pretty – I love the rain because it cools things off, but it also, you know, if you're doing anything outside, you have that layer of uh, just a little, you know, slimy sweat layer over you all day with you're, that humidity. You're exactly right. And it also woke up the mosquitoes at oh, my house. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, you know, one of the, good uh, I don't bad. know about you, did they spray for mosquitoes in and around the, uh, the area? Not you recently. Not that, recently. Yeah. Not that I have seen recently. But, you know, that, that, I think it helps. Uh, you Depends. know, I don't know. Depends. Uh, I worry about my plants, though, when they do that. Well, I worry about the good insects, mm-hmm. the ones that are also affected. And there aren't very many, but there are some. And I also worry that people think that's going to take care of the problem, which it's not. Right. If you if you have standing water of any sort, even within a plant or in the leaves or in the anything, it's it's still going to be somewhere that the mosquitoes are going to seek. And unfortunately, they they get a good head start on us too often. I have noticed, though, that they're smaller this year than they were last year. I don't know why that is. Uh, three of them at times will carry you off. You, know, <laughs> you got to be. Some, but I'm like you. I think they look a little smaller. 
I, I, I try to wear pants at night when I'm sitting outside reading and I'll always look down in the morning and have little bites around my ankles. Sure. But, I mean, so sure. they're obviously there. I just Well, not that's so see you can them. play connect the dots. Right. You know, <laughs> I'm not the hairiest person, so they shine right. nicely. We'll, 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 go, we'll go right ahead and tell the whole story. Both my ears got bit this week. So if I reach up and have to scratch, y'all forgive me, I haven't turned into a cat. But if you're watching at supertalk.tv, you may see me. Have a bit of a moment because I, and I had my I had on the repellent I had on all my stuff but I was down in a pile of leaves pulling out weeds from there and it just stirred up everything so now that you know all of our travails why don't you give me a call triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven that is the Super Talk call line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five is of course the ceasefire text line. Well, good morning in Batesville. Thank you very much for um, getting in touch today already. Appreciate that. And, of course, um, yes, it is the Watermelon Festival. That's right, in Water Valley. What fun. I could be there. I could so be there (laughs) right now. (laughs) Come on, watermelon for breakfast, look out. I mean, that's it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And, of course, Rich and Kentwood, who outdoes all of us, and, and, and we're so glad because he feeds lots and lots and lots of people, is harvesting his heat-tolerant his heat tolerant tomatoes. I would almost guess which variety that is, but I'm not going to. Isn't that beautiful? Now, they did set, of course, six weeks ago. So they set when the temperatures were appropriate for that, even in Kentwood. But how beautiful. Nice stuff today. It's good to hear from y'all. Good to see all that good stuff coming in early in the morning. I feel like a bad tomato grower when I, <laughs> I mean that sincerely too. Like I try. It's a, it's an effort and a labor of love, but I'm not coming anywhere close to what oh, no. our, our folks are oh, doing. Oh, no, no, no. You guys are something. No, no. I can give you the prescription. I can't give you his, but I can give you the prescription. It'll take you about six hours every day for six months to get the whole thing to this point. It's not easy but that's why we that's why we try that's why we grow a few tomatoes maybe prune some back like i've been doing and then get a chance to take another shot at it in the fall perhaps um since we do occasionally do sports and horts can i say something about mr (laughs) otani can i talk about baseball i have never been an angels fan in my life and suddenly i want to see them what a baseball player oh my goodness I don't know if anybody has ever, I don't think they have, um, pitched and hit as well as him in one single series. This week, the nice the nice young man, as my father would say, he called all of his players when he was a coach, and not, the, the nice young man on my team. One hit shutout, thank you very much, and two homers in the second game, the same day. If you bought a ticket, you were there. That's what's so much fun about baseball. You never know what's going to happen. Oh, and, and there's so many games too, so you yes, have to you be have a very chance. patient. That's right. That's it, right. Uh, but you know, he, they actually had to pull him in. The, I believe the second game in the ninth inning for cramps. You know, so wouldn't when, you think? Yeah, when you do that, what is it much, probably a thousand degrees on that field? <laughs> and he's already played all day, pitched, hit, done everything at the highest level. Like, all right, we're going to let you have a little break here in the ninth. <laughs> because I don't believe in miracles, I, I or very many miracles. I really worry that he's going to fry out at least some of those skills in a hurry. I hate that. But the good news is he will have more money than he will ever need to do anything with. I've already heard his contract for next year is going to 
outshine a lot of people. Well, and, you know, he's 29, so he's still got, he, he's uh, got quite a, a few years. Yeah, he's of, got a ways. And, and when you pitch and hit, like he does at a high level, if, you know, one day he – you know, they want to exactly. shelf him for a little longer. You may pick one or the other, but he's so dang good at everything. It's hard, you know, as a guy that played baseball, it's very hard to find a two-way player in college yes. that can yes. pitch and hit. And, you know, Caglione at Florida does it, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. a few others. But it's a really hard set, hard set of skills to put on at the same time. because you're throwing. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not a position mm-hmm. on the field other than first base that you really don't throw a lot. So if you're a pitcher, you know, I mean, you look at what Skeens did, your guy, mm-hmm. I mean, he was a catcher at Air yes. Force for two yes. years and a starting pitcher. Uh, uh, so, you know, Which those, is such an odd, anyway. Well, they great, asked Skeens, I mean, you know, they said, hey, are you going to pitch and are you going to hit in the minors in, in Major League Ball? He goes, oh, yeah, this was just an <laughs> off year. Here. I just focused on my pitching at LSU. But he's going to try to The man has the a plan. That's right. So you? he may be the next show high you know he could be he could be he's got he has he has mad skills as i'm fond of saying lately the other question of course is always what next and in our gardens you know in baseball there's another game tomorrow there's another game the next day that's one reason why it's so much fun to play and to watch it's also why we garden in some ways because there's another thing to do tomorrow there's another bit of an activity you might be really bad at tomatoes but you might be really good at i don't know roses who knows the the issue is always finding your niche and the same thing is really true in a lot of pieces of life but nowhere more than gardening i remember being criticized because i was not a specialist i i majored in floriculture but i also grew vegetables on the side so there was always the question of what are you really studying here what are you going to be when you grow up, you know, when you get out of horticulture school. And I think part of the reason why I wanted to know about everything was because so many people were so specific. I actually went to school with a person who specialized in palms. That means that the palms that he planted when we were in university are just about to be grown now. I mean, that's a long time. I admire it, but that wasn't going to be me. Wasn't going to be me. Trey, I tell you what. This is this this watermelon festival. I'm, I'm we're really outdoing ourselves with the gigantic watermelons around here, and there's no reason not to. You know, we there's just so much fun. This is the replant. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful, beautiful tomatoes. Some of the fastest ones in the world. The, too. the watermelon that Trey sent. That's with the kind that if you put it on the back of the truck, the truck drops about a foot. <laughs> right. and, you know, the shocks are stressed. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're That's exactly a beauty. Right. Goodness. Andy asks, "What's the best thing to get rid of ants in raised beds?" Really, the best thing for for me, particularly if I'm growing edibles in that bed, is to pour hot water on them. And they'll run out and form a mound somewhere else that then I can treat with whatever I want to treat with. But if there's, if, if we have to treat because that's the only, you know, we just absolutely have to treat this bunch, the answer is if you're, if it's edibles to do, put on some blood meal. They don't like it and it will, it's just, it's just nitrogen. You buy it in a bag at the garden center and it will fertilize your bed at the same time that it runs them out again so that they go make a mound someplace else and you can, you can take care of it there. Yes, there are products that say you can use them in edibles and there certainly are plenty of products that you can use within a flower bed, but those are, those are just my choices. I also would tell you again because I repeat this every time. To, I try to remember to repeat this. So let's put it that way. When you treat just the mound, all you're doing is sending out an army of ants to go find something to eat and start another mound for the for the queen. So be sure that you treat the area around that raised bed 
first and then treat the mound. You may use two different products. Some people use only one, but you need to treat the area around it. Okay? Okay. Summer fun. I I, I tell you what, he's he, this is a picture of part of my childhood. <laughs> Yes, we used to ride our bicycles behind the mosquito truck. We used to lie down in the rows and wave at the crop dusters, too, as they flew over the cotton field by my house. All right. I mean, I have to don't do that. (laughs) Probably one reason I'm so seriously serious about sustainable now is because I know what I was exposed to when I was a kid. Good heavens. We were sitting out in the Delta about a year ago and uh, a gentleman that I hunt with, he's he's about 72 and uh, we we were up in one of the fields next to the uh, Highway 61, and you know they're crop dusting. And we we're watching. It's always fun to see, and but you know it, it's almost like a old uh, like the Great Escape or something, or you know a, where the plane just starts coming right at you, and and it, it kept for about a mile. It, it was dropping the spray, and we're sitting there going, "Oh, he's bound to see us, and he's not going to drop I me mean, fifty feet above yeah, our head." And yeah. sure enough, we got hosed down north by northwest. And we both you looked know? at each other like, "I." <laughs> I don't know if this is a good idea. This is really not a good idea. This is really not. And he would tell you that, too, the pilot or she would tell you that, too. Um, I, one, my, my first college also trained light dusters, crop duster people like that. They would, it had a, an aviation school attached to it, and they would practice over the dorms. But they didn't release things. They just practiced that real low flying. Oh, I've been with I, one so. of our members to our club. They were, uh, they, their family farms just north. And, they, and the the father, who's probably 90-something, he, he was the farmer. But everybody in the family, the sons, flew, and they all crop dusted. And uh, my 260-pound, 275-pound brother-in-law and I got up uh, in the crop duster with the father and son and they were they did everything they could to scare us to death and i been <laughs> up with them so i kind of knew what was coming but my brother-in-law at the time he's like man what what, what are we about to experience here i said oh it, it's nothing we're just going to fly around and look man they were buzzing everything treetops going under the telephone pole lines of course, we had a blast and he was scared to they death. are they are if if we were all a whole lot earlier in the 20th century these would have been the guys that did what was called barnstorming and they 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 literally flew for pleasure to impress everybody and scare everybody at the same time so it it was a thing they had a kick out of it too the, sure. the, the frisbees i want to mention great people great pilots and you you learn uh a lot by sitting there watching two guys make you laugh. It was like us driving a car, you know. Yes. They were oh, yes. For those dudes. They have every bit of experience that they could possibly need. Rich weighs in on the ants to tell us that uh, they do not, in fact, like baking soda. So that's a good one. That's another good one to put on there. Here is, uh, oh, this is beautiful. This is really beautiful. We told you earlier that Rich let us know he's going to be um, opening a farm-to-table restaurant in the fall, and uh, he's sending the pictures of where they're, they're getting it started. And I'm happy to tell you, because I have two friends that went to school there, that all the chefs are from the culinary school in Baton Rouge. Let me tell you something. This, I want to go this now. going to be fun. Yeah, I want to go now. It looks amazing. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> I love that. And and you you too can send us pictures of whatever it is you're up to 601-879-4395. We're kind of we're, we're getting a little bit well, I'm not. Lance is getting a lot more technical over there and we're going to be surprising you with some things eventually. Oh, another thing for today, folks. How do you eat your eggplant? 
Well, today is lasagna day, so it might have to be an eggplant lasagna. For those of you who just groaned, you you have not you have not lived yet. <laughs> you do not know how wonderful this can be. <laughs> I'm telling you, just wait, it's coming. Y'all are just great. All of these wonderful things today. That's exactly true. Trey tells us, Trey's cartoons are better than anybody's, y'all. We're going to start being able to show those before too long. One of the things that is going on at my garden is the the planting of the fall flowers. And I don't mean fancy fall flowers like like mums and, and that sort of stuff. I'm planting seeds of whatever I've got in there. I've got some zinnias. I've got some celosia. And I'm going to plant them in the containers which have just finished housing my tomato plants. I'm going to move the tomatoes to a different operation. Well, not these particular ones. They're done. But the ones that I'm putting in for the fall, and I'm going to replant that gigantic tub because, yes, indeed, once again, also in October, we're going to do the bottle tree tour, garden tour in my neighborhood. And you'll hear more than you want to hear about that as time goes by. But it means that if you go to a garden tour in the spring, believe you me, they started now getting ready for that next spring. So we've all been at it since the spring here for a fall tour. But now it's time to do some of the things that I'm, I want to do. I had to get a new sprinkler. I have watered everything. Uh, for those of you who came to my house last year and went, oh, something must be wrong. That's true. There was no water out there. Things looked pretty bad. Maybe the, the difference from one year to the next will be impressive. We shall see. All right now. Give me a call. Send me a text. Let's talk about your plants, my plants, the guy down the street and the ones on the corner that we really wish weren't there. By the way, the crepe myrtles are blooming here, and, of course, one of them is not the same color in the row. (laughs) Welcome to the reality of horticulture, folks. Stick around. This is Weekend Gardening. Yes, we're going to. Here's how to welcome back to Doghouse Living. We're talking with Bob and Jenny. So what's next with your doghouse? Well, we're going to put on an addition. We've got a litter on the way. And I don't know where we're going to put all of them. Be careful, Bob. You're already in hot water for not calling 811. You don't want to get busted for littering. Folks, stay out of the doghouse. Call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. 
calling all bargain hunters. St. James Episcopal Church in Fondren is having its annual rummage sale on August 5th from 7 to 11 a.m. There'll be an assortment of furniture, art, toys, and clothing all at great prices. Plus, all proceeds benefit church outreach ministries. So come on down to St. James Episcopal Church on August 5th for a great day of shopping and giving back. The sale will be held at St. James Episcopal Church at 3921 Oak Ridge Drive in Fondren. For more info, find the St. James Rummage Sale page on Facebook. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Ready for new tires? Head to Rapid Tire Exchange in Clinton. We offer a wide selection of name brand tires, rims, and all the auto accessories in one stop. Rapid Tire Exchange can help you find the perfect tires for your vehicle. I came to RTE in Clinton. They were fast, friendly, and they didn't even try to upsell me on anything. So come to Rapid Tire Exchange in Clinton. We'll make sure you get the right tires for your vehicle at a price you can afford. Rapid Tire Exchange, located right behind Rapid Oil Change, 953 Highway 80 East, and online at Rapid tireexchange.com What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Thank you so much for deciding that weekend gardening needs to be in your ear today or tomorrow or whatever day you happen to be listening to this broadcast. We're we're going to get one of those things together, but Lance will tell you in a minute exactly how many different ways you can hear this program and when, because it seems to me that we're getting more and more going, and that's really wonderful. I appreciate so much hearing from people in the middle of the week who have either, either listened to the, the rebroadcast or they've downloaded it, different things like that to get in touch and hear from me. 
that just tickles me. Thank you very, very much. Believe it or not, it sounds like a lot of fun it is, but we do work hard to make sure that this is a broadcast you actually want to listen to. For example, Pam and Sardis. I have been trying to figure this one out. Pam's got some melons in the patch that are off and some that are not. And it kind of comes down to percentages. There's always going to be, in, in a good melon patch, for example, if you were growing them for, the, for, for market, you'd have two out of 20 that might be a little bit less wonderful than the other two. And hopefully you would know that and you would do what's called culling. You would cull those out. But if this is one particular vine within your group, in other words, she says that some of the melons are great and some of the melons are pale inside even though they look ripe. And it may be that those are just off. That's just one, some that didn't quite make it, as, as my dad would say, the horse will like it. You know, we'll feed those to the animals. But it's also possible that it was on a different piece of the property. In other words, if it was downhill from where the ones that did so well are, it may not have gotten the same amount of fertilizer. It, there, there are physical differences that you might be able to point to. If there are none of those things and it's just the same group of vines and just some of the fruit is off, I don't think that's really a big deal. I think it's probably an indicator that you want to get that soil tested before you plant in it again, just to be sure what you've got going on in terms of pH, but particularly the, the phosphorus and potassium amounts in there, because that can also have an impact on what the fruit turns out like. But I'm, as one who has grown successfully cantaloupes and watermelons, and one and, and some years they were better than others. I have to say that there's either a physical cause that that one vine is just different from the other or that it's just the percentages, and there's always going to be some that aren't as terrific. I hope that helps a little bit. Rich in Kentwood is now killing me, okay? This this is now, – now we have – he's already showed me the eggplant zucchini from last night. I mean the eggplant uh, lasagna from last night because today is lasagna day. But now – Fresh pasta made from cauliflower. I do love that, but his looks prettier than what I've managed to come across. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is good news. This is very good news. Jill sent me pictures of the critters on that she's able to shake off the vines, her muscadine vines. They None of them look like anything that could have done that lace work or what we call the skeletonizing of the leaves. That's going to be some kind of hard-shelled beetle, and they may have already gone off the vines and, and pupated into the ground. Okay, They may already be on to their next life cycle. But but these little spiders and things don't do not look to me like they could have done that sort of damage. In fact, they look to me more like they would be a friend. I can't tell you that for sure because I'm not identifying them, but I believe that that's right. Hello, Joe and Madison. I hope you are well. This is uh, beautiful, beautiful. These are just lovely, lovely. I love your hibiscus. That's gorgeous. Anyway, um, that was before. The, the, I'm not sure who told him to do this. Oh, dear. You never do know who told them to do it. But a worker severely pruned back two 50-year-old crepe myrtles. The stalks are now about 8 to 10 inches tall. Ten feet, rather tall. Other than a lot of water, is there anything we should do? <laughs> I agree with him. He's a bit ill. I would be, too. Um, you're going to have a lollipop because it is still the growing season, and they're going to grow. I hope that there was a construction reason or a utility reason or something, and it wasn't just a mistake because 50-year-old trees are still 50-year-old trees. So 
I'm I'm going to say water, water, water. I don't want to fertilize them. I don't want to do anything to them again until next spring. And then it'll be time to try to fertilize and see what you can get to happen. But right now, in this hot weather, all they need is water so they can recover. I will report on you, to you about my banana shrub, which turned into a banana shrub tree. It got so large by my front door. But the top half of it froze. And I really thought all of it was frozen so cut it off about, oh, I don't know, six feet off the ground, something like that, because I thought then, okay, and I can put art on it. You know, I can hang things on it. No, no, no. It's now a lollipop. <laughs> it's trying to put on flowers. It's going to be an odd-looking plant, but it made it better than I thought it would. So I, I like that. I really like that. Oh, Pam, you're more than welcome. You're just one of the sweetest correspondents. Thank you so very, very much. I I really... I'm glad that the, the the same vine had good taste, but my goodness, I still want to know what the big Buford melon tasted like. And you better be saving some seeds because we all want to see that every year. That's just beautiful. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, not so much. Those are not big problems. The bigger problem actually for your trees is that uh, stake that's going to be growing into the wood. And you really need to get that out of there if it's possible to do that. But no, this, these, these formations happen on your plums and, and it, it really doesn't, it, it doesn't indicate anything unless it's a woodpecker or something like that, that you, if you're not treating the trees for the insects that they're going to have, they'll have bigger problems than what you show me here because the fruit won't make it. But if you are, you have a lovely orchard and I have a feeling that you do spray. So I would just keep a good eye on them and figure that that's not going to be a big deal. I can always be wrong about this, but I will tell you that the stakes need to be off after the first couple of years on any tree. Otherwise, the, the tree never establishes itself, and it, it's much much e- more easily tumped over later on or blown away or, or broken because it needs to have its own opportunity to get strong. Interestingly enough... <laughs> Yeah, Rich, I think that's what happens. One of the reasons why people do stuff is because they retired and thought they weren't going to do stuff. So we've heard from Rich before that he and his wife retired to Kentwood a number of years ago, eight, in fact. And uh, he he started listening. Thank you very much to hear about getting the uh, getting the, the garden going for his wife. And now he's showing me where he's sitting now, and it looks like Filoli in on the West Coast. I don't know if you've ever been to that particular botanic garden, but it, it's a big colonnade and beautiful places, nice things to sit. And, of course, then you have to start the restaurant so you can make some money so you can afford to do all the garden. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. <laughs> that's the story, though. You know, my friend who went to medical school and loved his angelfish ended up breeding angelfish and going dropping out of medical school because he made more money doing that and it also paid for all the medical school debt that he had so i think eventually he he may have gone back i don't know um yes you have a worm sam in greenville there's something has been has has gone into your your tomato and has taken literally just the edges off of it but it is something from it's not something from the inside coming out it's something from the outside going in i do believe 
Um, those are those are not the ones that that when, when we see damage from something, for example, if if a critter lays an egg on your little tiny tomato and then the tomato ripens around it, we usually see a depression in the tomato itself when the when the bug comes out. In this case, it's just the big holes because so they've been chewed. I would take a look, make sure that you don't have anything on your vines that that looks like the tiniest little bug. They could be half an inch long. These are the things that we use spinosad and dipel for. Spinosad's fat. Faster, but it's also important to a lot of times if you ever had one of those dissection kits in school and it's laying around in a drawer there's a pair of tweezers in there that really won't do anything except this and you can pluck the worms off your tomato plants with that because it's a very blunt blunt tweezer and it works just fine but yeah that's the problem they've chewed you up and um, i hate that it's usually not too many of the fruit so we'll have to see Oh, this is beautiful, Greg. Just gorgeous. In in uh, where are we? East Yazoo. Just beautiful flowers. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I love to see that. You know why? Because it means that you have taken the time to give yourself the gift of time. When we spend all of our time racing from one place to the other, I, I I'll admit it. I had a thirty minute each direction commute for a period of time in my life. Wow, did I listen to a lot of radio, <laughs> you know, a whole lot of music, had a whole lot of time to think. Those were that This was in the years right after the Walkman was invented, so I had a little mini recorder. I could tell myself all the things I needed to do. I have no idea where those tapes are. They didn't go anywhere. But if I got home, I could give myself the gift of the time in the garden, and that made all the rest of it worthwhile. I, I know people are productive in that 30-mile drive. I, I'm 30-minute I'm drive. I wasn't. I really wasn't. Oh my goodness! Well, I, Joe, I tell you what, I, you have my heart. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that y'all need to really, really just. If things are pruned heavily at this time of year, they sometimes react with a whole lot of growth, and they sometimes react by just sitting there. But the big difference is oftentimes water. So, yeah, give them some water and let's see what we can get them, see what we can get them to do in that case. Things are blooming out of time again, if you may have noticed. I have a spiderwort that is perfectly beautiful. There's no reason for it to bloom. And I have another one that's trying to bloom. They, I cut these out, cut these down after they bloom in the springtime. I do like them. I think they're a very, pretty decent cut flower, and they're lovely in the yard. But then they need to go because there's other things that come up around where they were. But now these have come back up, and I'm surprised because they didn't do that before. The cannas that have already bloomed once are blooming again. I would expect that, but I didn't expect the spiderwort to come back around. The crocosmia are lasting longer than they have in other years, too, which might be because it was so dry. But I will tell you this. If yours are doing like mine and the flowers, the, the, the flowers are literally on the ground because the whole thing is leaned over, this is the point where you're going to get a lot of opportunity to seriously go into the world of having that problem when that thing comes back up again. Holy moly, if you're watching supertalk.tv, there's something larger than me on it. <laughs> hey, Trey. We're, you know, we're learning. I, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, Trey, 
You need to see one of your pictures up here. I mean, I took this one from last week. I'm working, you know, getting getting the stuff as y'all send it. He's and showing off, y'all. We like well, we're it. Trying, we you know, like we're trying it. to spruce up a little bit. I, I mean, That's right. like I told got the garden to mama, do. we got to have more people seeing her. You know, so all these beautiful pictures. Come look at the, the tomatoes. Exactly. But, you know, so thank you. Y'all be patient with me. Hopefully we'll be able to get what uh, fun. some stuff in there. I'm working on that. So if you don't hear me chiming in a little today, I'm over here. My brain is, you know, it's smoking a little bit as, as we're getting some. <laughs> That's coming good. out your ears. Yeah. And that's cool. Now, now we also have the, the text line up on the on the Chiron on the TV. That's fun. It's still not really it's still not really my joy to see myself on television, but I will say I'm happy to do it for y'all. It it makes me put on a clean shirt on Saturday morning. So that's, that's part of the deal. Rich, I tell you what, this is just lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I can't wait to visit. Really pretty. Oh, hey, Corinne, good morning. Oh, look, this is a great question. If I plant okra seeds now, will I get okra before the first frost? Yes, in Jackson. You might not if we're in Grenada, but you, if you get a short variety, in other words, one that's a short-term, something that's going to only take 60 days, you still probably can because we've got all of August and all of September. It's not going to freeze the first week of October, so if, there's no problem with that. But you could even grow a larger one. If you're willing to water it to get it started, you can start right now. So the okra is another thing that we, we plant at this time of the year because really sometimes the fall crop is actually better. It's a faster time. It's hotter. The weather's warmer. We really, um, I always feel so sad for the okra seedlings that I see early on, you know, like in March because it's really too cold for them in the soil. And if you grow them in a container, then transplant them a month later, they're kind of big. So it, you just about come out as well to, to wait until summer or to plant them from seed two or three times during the season if you're into it. And another good question from Corinne, if I save the seeds of the red and orange zinnias, will they come true even though there are lots of pink zinnias around them? And will the red coneflower seeds also come true? This is really hard to predict. If the, there are some zinnias that will come true, and if I knew the variety name particularly, I, I might be able to tell you, I might not. But the chances of them being something else are also quite possible because the, the most of the zinnias that we grow have a really mixed heritage. They've been this, that, and the other thing all crossed up together that ends up being that plant. Even in a mix of seeds, you still will get that kind of reaction. But the red coneflowers are more likely to come true if it's a variety. So take a look at the name of it, send that back to me, and I'll, I'll help you figure out whether it's a, ha- a hybrid or one that can come true. Okay? All right now. It is hot. Stick around. This is Weekend Gardening. Go out and find a girl. Come on, come on, and dance all night. Despite the heat, it'll be all right. And babe, don't you know it's a pity the days can't be like the nights in the summer, in the city, in the summer, in the city. In the city, dressed so fine and looking so pretty. Cool cat looking for a kitty, gonna look in every corner of the city. Till I'm wheezing like a bus stop, running up the stairs, gonna meet you on the rooftop. But at night it's a different world. Go out and find a girl. Come on, come on, if that's all night. Just like the heat, it'll be alright. And babe, don't you know it's a pity the days can't be like the night. 
The Mississippi Lottery has declared a high jackpot emergency. The Mega Millions jackpot has reached an insane level. This jackpot is the definition of mega. Holy smokes, this is big. Players should obtain their tickets early to avoid long lines. Experts advise players purchase the Mega Player option for an extra dollar to exponentially increase the size of their non-jackpot winnings. Why doesn't everyone buy the Mega Player? The high jackpot emergency will remain in place until a player matches all five numbers in the Mega Bowl. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you are building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, and even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com to learn more. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Each week, I meet with three people who graduated from our addiction recovery program. These graduates are now gainfully employed and are taking online college courses. Three people who used to be in prison or on drugs, and now they're going to college. How cool is that? One of the reasons God put you on this earth is to make a difference in someone else's life. You can be a part of that at Gateway Rescue Mission. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Speaking to all men, if you're a stickler about your ride or your car looking just right, then why don't you take better care of yourself? Man Up MD is a concierge medical clinic, tailor-made for men of all ages. We offer convenient same-day appointments with personalized primary care and treatment plans designed for you to reclaim your energy and performance. Man Up MD can have you tuned up and ready for rocking down the highway. Check us out online at menshealthms.com. If you are looking for a great way to save for next summer's getaway, the Citizens Bank's new Vacation Club account could be just the ticket. Similar to our Christmas Club account, you set up weekly or monthly automatic deposits for 50 weeks to your club account. Next May, we will total your savings and automatically deposit your funds. Contact your local branch for more information and start making your travel plans for 2024. The Citizens Bank, member FDIC. Visit us online to learn more at www.thecitizensbankfila.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green. <sighs> The new degree of comfort. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see 
see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. hard to make decisions about what you're going to do like we talk about talk with rich all the time on the text line they retired and basically started a farm which is not what we think of all the time people think of retiring from the farm you know moving to florida but anyway people do things at different times in their life and i was no i noted the other day that paul simon has has talked about not being able to hear and not being able to tour so well because he can't control his music i have to tell you something having seen him perform with probably 30 other musicians in lafayette with all the the entire zydeco world as well as his world put together on in a wonderful performance he i knew he can hear every single lick that every single person in that orchestra did and i understand that it would be very very difficult for him i have he will continue to write and he'll continue to record but he won't perform live i have a similar sort of thing I can talk about and assist with a whole lot more things than I can do in the garden anymore. Part of that's part, part of that's just frankly the idea that my head has got more in it than my arms do and that is true at, at this particular point in time. But it's also true that there are more people, there are fewer people, I should say, going into agriculture school or getting an opportunity to learn horticulture or in my in my way of putting it getting the ability to learn about how to grow things without taking out the magic out of nature. You know, we really still want it to be a little bit exciting. We're looking at some beautiful pictures. I invite you to come to supertalk.tv. You are looking at folks' gardens. That These are not my gardens. These are the gardens that y'all send on the text line. And Lance has got them up here for y'all to take a look at. We want to inspire you. We want you to come on and join this party. Because guess what? This is something we can do all the way through. Rich will tell you, he'd be the first person to tell you, he and his wife don't do this alone. They have, they have interns, they have high school students, they, you know, they have a, a, a crew that, that puts together all these things that we tell you about all the time. But I, I can also tell you that Greg's garden in East Yazoo, which is there, I, I'm, I feel confident that's Greg and his family. And they're beautiful flowers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's Greg in Yazoo, mm-hmm. and thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. We had Trey and the huge the watermelon. Uh, watermelon, and then obviously Trey had sent us last week. I was using a test image, yes. but, you know, make yes. you a little hungry. you got to have some tomatoes and bacon. I, I confess, I'm back on the bacon thing again. It's, 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 oh, ha- I, it's happened. I ran up to the fair in uh, the other day and went oh. to uh, Joel Waters and his wife, they, their family cabin. They were nice enough to host folks, and he's the head of the Mississippi Concrete Association. And they had a beautiful spread of food. But, I mean, I just went straight to the tomato. and you know, there was <laughs> I peppered it up and ate about five slices of that. I was excited. Well, it's the best. Well, you know, Milo's sweet tea and a red tomato with some pepper. That's hard to beat. You think this guy's from Mississippi? Come on, y'all. <laughs> Lots of good research this week that I would love to have a chance to talk with you about, and I will a little bit right now and maybe in the next hour. I hope that y'all will continue sending in great questions, though, because it's really the business of this program to be in touch with all of you. There's a University of California Riverside does a whole lot of work 
on soil conditions. And I have brought to you before work from that's that part of the world, not necessarily them, but that, that they all work together in one sense or another, talking about the soil food web and talking about how when you plant a plant, it changes the, the definition of what's in the soil because it's no longer just the soil. It's it's all the, the micro life, the macro life, the, the soil particles themselves, which are certainly, you know, a myriad of different things, and then the plant roots, which change the whole dynamics. Well, this particular study is letting us know how some of that works. Again, we're not going to take the magic out of it, but understanding the way that microbes form alliances with the roots that they are able to work with. We've talked before here about the importance of having this healthy soil because that's really everything to those roots, which in turn is everything to the plant on top of the soil. So this particular relationship that they've been studying at at Riverside talks about working with legumes, with beans and peas, because obviously the nodules in the roots of those plants are what fix the nitrogen in the atmosphere that makes it available to the plant. Kind of magic, but now that we understand a little bit more about how the bacteria benefits the plant growth, we can certainly make a better case, even a stronger case, for sustainability and also, frankly, for composting and everything else that's going to bring more of that micro life into your soil. We found that the interstrain competition, they said, that happens between the strains of bacteria actually it really causes fewer of the bacteria to colonize the plant, but it makes a more selective, more powerful influence on them. Smaller benefits and more of them. So I like that. There's a lot of lot to this. It makes a whole lot of sense, though, from the point of view of people like you and me who are always looking at why can this one grow and this one doesn't grow. More times than not, if you take water out of the equation, it's the soil. I'll just tell you that. Now, speaking of the water... How do those microbes work when there's a drought? Okay. University of Illinois College of Agriculture, Consumer, and Environmental Sciences, put that on a T-shirt, has been working on a study that has basically been listening to the way plants try to get some help in a drought. They talk about a cry for help. That's a little too anthropomorphic for me, so I'm going to go into another point of view here with them. The environment itself actually selected for the drought-tolerant microbes. In other, they, they found them, and I think that's pretty amazing. They just happened to make the plants more drought-tolerant at that point, but it's actually, in this case, the environment, the soil itself, that's trying to survive the drought. Well, if you've seen cracked soils and you've seen really destroyed th- things destroyed by flood where it's just basically a slick mud that will dry out hopefully someday, you understand that plants have different ways of coping, some better, some not so great. But the good news is that finding this this whole business that is not actually about the plant, it's about the microbes acting in the environment. That makes so much sense to me. I love this. And, of course, this is another one of those studies where we've taken the information, twisted it around. They're, they're trying it several different ways. And he, he has, has hesit- he hesitates to say that he has made anything revolutionary, but I think he may have. And as they, as they confirm these things, because other, you know, you always have to be peer tested and peer reviewed as well as peer tested, replicated in order for something to become a knowledge base. But I think they might get there with this. I really think they might get there with this. I, I'm, I'm hopeful and I think that they might. I did not know. I, um, I'm, I'm sort of, 
interesting. Interestingly enough, July is a big month for me because I was born in it. But there's also a lot of other things that happened in July. And one of them is that Amelia Earhart was born this week in 1937, the, the 24th of July. But she also, her plane disappeared on July the 2nd. So everything happened in July, literally in her life um, in that regard. I, I have to say, for someone who was adventurous as she was, it's not surprising that whatever happened happened because she did have so many positive affirmations about taking a risk. If you think to yourself, oh, it's too hot out here. I'm not going to fool with this. I'm, I'll, I'll get the kid down the street to mow the yard and, and not worry about this or that or do the other thing. All those things are decisions. But if you decide you're going to plant a fall garden, you are taking a risk. You're pulling out the horticultural gamble of the year. Because, frankly, planting anything in this kind of weather is a, is a good choice if it works. Okay? She said... The most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. Stick around. we got another hour to go. This is Weekend Gardening. Mississippi Lottery has declared a high jackpot emergency. The Mega Millions jackpot has reached an insane level. This jackpot is the definition of mega. Holy smokes, this is big. Players should obtain their tickets early to avoid long lines. Experts advise players purchase the Mega Player option for an extra dollar to exponentially increase the size of their non-jackpot winnings. Why doesn't everyone buy the Mega Player? The high jackpot emergency will remain in place until a player matches all five numbers in the Mega Bowl. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Please do not use gas appliances for purposes for which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes. Never store flammable materials inside. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in keeping your home or business protected. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards to safeguard your family, your property, and the environment. Our dealers participate in the industry's best practices for propane usage and promote consumer safety education. Visit MSPropane.com. Energy for everyone. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from experience. Believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601 966 Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. Divorce forces a father to focus on what's most important, his children. You may no longer be a husband, but you'll always be a dad. In the divorce process, this comes down to three key concerns. Physical custody, decision-making, as well as financial support. 
each of these is important. And it's important that you choose a lawyer that cares as much about these issues as you do. Online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Richland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Barone'sTreePros.com. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Legislation that would expand the role of Capitol Police in Jackson continues to be held up in federal court. Commissioner Sean Tindall explained that law enforcement officials are preparing in case the bills still go into effect. The other aspects of the bill that haven't been put on hold as far as Capitol Police having jurisdiction throughout the entire city, the expansion of the, the district lines that will be coming next year, those are all things that we're preparing for, growing the force. We did go ahead and have a meeting with the Hines County Sheriff and the, and the Chief of Police for the City of Jackson and Capitol Police, a public meeting, kind of a precursor to this. And United Healthcare is awarding $500,000 and empowering health grants to three community-based organizations in Mississippi. UMMC's Child Access to Mental Health and Psychiatry program is set to receive $300,000 of the funds, while Extra Table and Partnership for a Healthier America will be given $100,000 each. The Mississippi Lottery is declared a high jackpot emergency. The Mega Millions jackpot has reached an insane level. This jackpot is the definition of mega. Holy smokes, this is big. Players should obtain their tickets early to avoid long lines. Experts advise players purchase the Mega Player option for an extra dollar to exponentially increase the size of their non-jackpot winnings. Why doesn't everyone buy the Mega Player? The high jackpot emergency will remain in place until a player matches all five numbers in the Mega Bowl. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the people, Mississippians. We are the land, growing food, fiber, and timber. We are there when you need us, from the roof over your head to the food on your table. We are small town, but big moments, your next-door neighbors. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. As Mississippi hunters prepare for the upcoming deer season, William McKinley with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks explains that there may be a few complications with the possible emergence of blue tongue disease. It's a cyclic disease. It's caused by a virus. The little gnats that start biting you in late summer, the little noceums, they're called midges, they're what transmit it. It's typically every three to five years, and we're now six years with real low occurrence, and we're it's typically a really bad year about every 15 years. Bottom lines were due. Now, that midge likes to breed on receding mud. So think of a pond. When it's evaporating, it's really hot and it's not raining. The water line there is where they breed. So droughty, hot conditions. Deer hunting season will begin for archers in September. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. In Sports Mississippi, I'm Nixon Williams. Counting today, there are six Saturdays before the kickoff of college football 2023. The SEC had their media days a little over a week ago, and the media made their predictions in their SEC preseason poll. They're picking the Georgia Bulldogs to win the East Division. Alabama to win the West Division. LSU is a close behind second in the West Division. Then it's Texas A&M. Ole Miss is picked fourth. Arkansas is fifth. And then you have 
Auburn 6th, and Mississippi State 7th, according to the media and the SEC poll. They're picking Georgia to be the overall champion by 181 votes to be crowned the SEC champion in the championship game on December 2nd in Atlanta. And Alabama is picked to be this opponent for the Georgia Bulldogs. But only nine times since 1982 has the predicted champion prior to the season Going on to win the SEC championship game. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. You know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-23. 305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Faster relief you can count on. Back for qualified first time buyers. Welcome back to Doghouse Living. We're talking with Bob and his wife, Jenny. Now, have you furnished your doghouse yet? Well, actually, sleeping bags work well. But the dog takes up most of the space. Well, at least he doesn't snore as loud as you. Sounds rough. Folks, stay out of the doghouse. Call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. The Sunbelt Media Days just concluded this week, and Southern Miss Jr. running back Frank Gore Jr. and senior defensive back Jay Stanley for the Golden Eagles were named preseason first team All Sunbelt Conference, while senior defensive lineman Jalen Williams was tapped preseason second team All Sunbelt. And the Golden Eagles themselves were picked to finish fourth in the West Division by the poll released this week by the league's 14 head coaches. In the East Division, James Madison is a favorite to win the East in the Sun Belt, followed by Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, Marshall, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, and Old Dominion. In the West Division, Troy is a favorite to win the West Division, and they're the overall favorite as well in the Sun Belt, followed by South Alabama at number two, the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana third in the West, Southern Miss fourth, Texas State fifth, Arkansas State sixth, and ULM is picked fence seventh. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mama's on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for being here today. Lots and lots of things going on on the text line, and I hope you'll join us there, 601-879-4395. Always appreciate C Spire making that available for us to use. Question about what flowers to plant now, and maybe should we be planting calendulas? If I have calendulas and I want to plant them now, I'm going to plant half of them, and here's why. They might burn up. They might not. And if they don't burn up, they'll be in bloom in late September, early October. They'll be spectacular. But if they do bloom, if they do burn up now, you'll be able to put some more in in a few weeks when it's a little bit less, well, 
blazing hot would be the best way to put that, I suppose. The nighttime temperatures do heat up the soil, and it's the same thing as any other situation. If it's that much hotter, the seeds will either just sit there or they will completely fall apart. You know, they'll get dried out and crack. So you may think about starting these things a little sooner, and in that case, if you want to put them in a container and start them to grow that way, sure, I would do that now. On the other hand, calendulas will grow easily in a soil in just a few weeks, like very much the same way we would do cornflowers, okay? I had a question this week about snapdragons. And indeed, yes, you need to start those snapdragons now, but you can't plant them direct into the soil here in this part of the world. It's too hot for them, and the seeds are so tiny anyway that it's a better bet to start them in small containers where, or even in a flat where you can prick and spot, where you can take... You can take a little tiny tool that you wouldn't use for anything else and lift the seedlings out and put them into something else as they develop. It's a it's a long-term crop, snapdragons, but that's why they're worth fooling with because they stick around for a very, very long time. The coneflowers are really an interesting plant, and I like the idea of putting up some... The, the, cone, the coneflowers particularly, of course, have... The question's always, well, do they, are they going to come back from seed? I mean, they're going to come true from seed. And I got to tell you, Corinne, I don't know that they will. There, this one, that looks to me like it's one in the same series that I have a couple of coneflowers from. It's a shorter, shorter stemmed coneflower. I wish I could tell you the name of the series. It might be Cherokee something or another, but I don't really know that. Um, it is a beautiful set of coneflowers, though. I don't know that they're going to be true from seed. So I would, Put, I would start the seed, save some seed, start them in a flat so that you can put them somewhere and see, but don't count on them for the exact same area. If you're trying to increase the number of red flowers in this particular area, you're going to want to dig and divide these coneflowers and set out plants. That will just be a whole lot more successful, I think. Beautiful flowers. And your leaves look so good, you've obviously watered them. They really, really look great. That's super duper. This is, uh, oh, okay. Thank you very, thanks, Rich. I'm going to hang on to that. I need to take another, um, yes, I need to take another picture of that label. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. And, um, okay, this is that and this is that. One more. Oh, Doug in West Point is looking for a source for ambrosia cantaloupes, the heirlooms. So I have sent that note to Trey, but Trey may be back out in the field by now. So if you know where he can get some, send us a note. We'll let you know. Ooh, that's pretty. See, if you're at supertalk.tv, you get to see that coneflower right now. This is so cool. Thank you, Lance. That's fun. I'm having a blast. You know, this uh, old stockbroker and fundraiser in me, you know, we, you and I get to visit about the creative stuff, you know, and it is fun. Yes. It really yes. is uh, working with Buddy. Uh, but, you know, if y'all are patient with me, I, I'll get better at this. You know, I, I've dreamed in charts for 16 years. Dreaming in coneflowers and, <laughs> and tomatoes and bacon is much more enjoyable. Might be so, better for your health. Yeah. <laughs> Might be better. Well, and the other thing, of course, is that all of us who get a chance to do this kind of TV that that, that streams, of course, are, have the opportunity to want to be surrounded by the Chirons, you know, all of the logos and all of the things, and we're getting close. We're going to be able to do that before too long, put up the weather in one corner, all of these other fun things. But the whole point of it is so that we can share more information. It's a treat to do. It's a joy to see. But the whole point is you can say to yourself, you know, 
here I am. I'm looking at, at this beautiful red cone flower, but I didn't know they were red. I only knew they were purple cone flowers and they were pink or they were purplish colored. Wonder if I can grow this one. Yes, you can. I've only ever had some that were two, had two foot tall stems. That's true. Those are great for cut flowers. These are better in the garden because they're prettier and you can see the flowers. <laughs> so that's, that's part of the reason for doing all of this. Let's see. Hey, Sandy, I'm so happy to hear from you today. I've been wondering how y'all are doing. This is that um, plumbago. It's just too hot. And that's really, I think that's all, I think that's really what it is. The plumbagos, it looks to me like it grew so fast. It's in a container. And it looks to me like it probably, if you if you had it, if you lifted it out of the container, I think the roots would be all the way around the outside of the soil. And I think for that reason, it's just got to go into a little bit of shade in order to keep enough water to it. You literally could put this thing in a bucket of water. And let it sit for an hour, take it out, and probably five hours later it'd be dry again in this in this weather. Because plumbago is a little bit on the, a little bit sensitive to that. The leaves are thin, and they don't take up as much water as something that would have a thicker leaf, for example. Um, that's it. But it's beautiful to hear from you. And the plant looks great. I mean, it's just gorgeous. But it does need to be. I, I would put it. I'd put it in a little bit more shade for now until things change, which won't be. Would just be in a couple of weeks. Say hey to Ray for me. Richard's in Oxford. Um, square box planters in front of the house in full sun. There's a large American boxwood, and the boxwood is struggling. You know, what can we plant around the base that, that can go in right now, and is there hope for the boxwood? Well, there's hope for the boxwood, but it's really a question of whether or not you can stand to watch it come back so slowly. And I say that with all honesty because I have... I've been staring at my, you know, I've told you all about my Laura Petalums that have been around my house. I've I've moved them twice, (laughs) and now I really don't like where they are. (laughs) So if the boxwood is bothering you to watch it the way this Laura Petalum is bothering me, it hasn't leafed out all the way around since the freeze. And so this particular one just doesn't look good. And I'm about to yank it out. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it may end up in a container somewhere because when we decide we don't like them anymore, they're ours. We can take them out. We can move them. Now, on the other hand, if you're a patient person, I would say continue to prune off the, the dead part. Continue to plant things around it in that big container so that you then, of course, can fertilize the flowers and that in turn will fertilize the boxwood. But my my choice for what I would plant if I was planting right now would be little short zinnias or a celosia because those are easy to grow from seed. You could go to a garden center probably right now and get moss roses or portulaca. Those are both going to take the heat also. Melon podium, if you can find it. I haven't been able to find any in the last period of time. But um, this is really – it's a really great opportunity for you to either – Say I'm going to be patient and watch this thing grow back or to say I'm not going to be patient and, and replace it entirely. The other thing I would tell you is that when it gets to be fall, make sure that you put in that container something like grape hyacinths, a, a small bulb that you can just poke in between your other flowers. Because then when they bloom in like January, February, it'll be so fun to see a different flower in there. And that would be grape hyacinth they're they're not they're a little bitty bulb and a little bitty plant (laughs) they're very very nice very sweet all right all right let's see oh thank you mary i sent you a gnome a a note back about my gnomes 
And yes, Doug, we have. All right, Doug, here we go. Um, all right, Pontiac County. Also, he said there he saw he got some also of the ambrosia cantaloupes in on on Amazon, but he got plants in Randolph in 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 Pontiac County from the Amish there from that farm. Okay. I don't think they're going to have those right now because that's a spring thing to plant. But in terms of finding seed, he says he got some from Amazon and they were expensive. (laughs) So (laughs) those of you who might be growing ambrosias and saving seeds, let us know. We may have a market for you. It could happen. It could happen. Oh, my goodness. This is great stuff. Y'all are fun. This is really fun stuff. I hope it'll work. Um, Thank you, Richard. I appreciate that. I hope that's all going to work. Our moss rose is good for keeping the soil, covering my soil and keeping in moisture. Um, this is Corey in Batesville, right? Yeah. I, yes, but the problem is going to be that the portulaca is going to be, the, the, the moss roses are going to be rampant. And you may find that in another year you have so much of that stuff that you begin wanting to to cut it off and and there are people who process that and use it you know in a medicinal way <clears throat> not anyone near here but you you may find out that it it did a little too well for you i i'm always in favor of a living ground cover however and i do think that it's a good choice you just have to control it like you would control anything else but that's just i'd love that i love that picture i can't i don't i have no idea if it's sunrise or sunset but it is just beautiful thank you thank you really really gorgeous oh now see andy's getting andy's getting close over here got the digital show and tell going you have no idea how close that is to to <laughs> what we're up to in here <laughs> thank you so much for all of that good good words i didn't there's so many things i don't know good heavens how can you possibly ever get yourself to where you feel like you know everything? There are people who feel that way. I don't know how they do that. It may be because I keep learning stuff and keep trying to. But Northwestern University wants us to know that stars do, in fact, twinkle. Yes, that's right. Now, what we see, of course, stars look like they twinkle because our, our atmosphere does have an effect on starlight as it travels to our eyes, all right, as it comes back to us. But in fact, the stars have an innate inner twinkle, and it's caused by the rippling waves of gas on their surface. I had no idea. We cannot see it with our earthbound, our, our terrestrial telescopes, but we can see it out there. This is in Nature Astronomy, motions in the cores of stars. They tell us launch like waves on an ocean. That's just beautiful. I love, love, love the idea. Convection within stars is similar to the process that fuels thunderstorms. Everything changes when it happens, and therefore everything changes. That's really cool. Can we talk to Jim and Laurel? Hey, Jim, what's going on, sir? Good morning, Garden Mama. Howdy. I got three questions for you. One about cucumbers, one about onions, and one about tomatoes. Now, my cucumbers... I, every time I plant them out here, they get to be little miniature watermelons, about three inches long and about two and a half inches. Look like gourds. Mm-hmm. So I changed the place where I planted them. I got about 12 inches of good topsoil on it. I fertilized it, kept it watered. I'm doing the same thing. I'm making gourds. I ain't making cucumbers. What variety are you planting? 
Uh, they've been in the ground for a while. I don't forgot what they call them. Okay. But, uh, well, I'm going to tell you something. Try, pick, listen, listen, listen. Pickling cucumbers. Well, if they're supposed to be pickling cucumbers, they they tend to make a little hard thing like that, like you're talking about more than another cucumber would. So I'm going to tell you to switch varieties. That's good. That and it really is almost the the, the thing I'm going to tell you just about almost anything like that. If you're growing the same thing twice on your property in two different places and it doesn't work. Change it, because there's yeah, plenty I'm of there's, there's plenty of pickling okay, cucumber now, varieties. Onion. Go get a different one. Now, let's talk about the onions. Okay. Uh, back Thanksgiving, my wife got some green onions, made her uh, dressing, you know, and I took the, the root parts system. I set them out in the five gallon buckets. Mm-hmm. Now these things right now are about three and a half inch, three and a half foot tall, <laughs> about as big around as your thumb. Will these ever make any size size onion? How close are they together in the container? Uh, six to eight inches apart. They probably will, yeah, if you fertilize them. Here's okay. what happens. Well, they're set out right next to he, my tomatoes. Here's what happens. Listen fruit. to me. Listen to me. Here's what happens. You get okay. you get green onions at the grocery store. They are generally speaking, unless they have a real fancy label on them, they're generally speaking the thinnings of an onion field. So in other words, they plant the onions close together, and then when the okay. green onions get up, they come in and harvest the green onions in between where the ones they're going to let get big are sitting. So yes, you will probably get you'll probably get a bigger onion because this, that one will have that potential. For example, if you how long will it take before I need to check and see? Oh, months. It's if they've been in there since last Thanksgiving, I'd dig one up and see. Oh, okay. Well, I got them set out in a five-gallon bucket right next to my tomato plant. Mm-hmm. Now I have no worms on these tomato plants in the buckets. The ones I have in the ground, I've got a ghost worm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You never see him. He just eats and leaves. I understand. And I have put stuff on these plants, and they just destroyed two. Of the, I got six plants out. Four of them, uh, two, uh, three of them are in buckets. The other three's in the ground. The three's in the ground. They're really not doing anything. Ones in the buckets are doing fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they're near them onion plants. I guess. Well, that that could be that, that that could help in terms of the way the environment smells, and so the insects don't come as close to you. But it's also true that we tend to water containers, and the soil in containers tends to be a little better than that in the ground. We've worked it up a little bit more, maybe. And sometimes yes, the ma'am. soil in the ground just dries out faster. But it's also true that a tomato that has dried out, like the one we're talking about in the ground, is more vulnerable. The insect's going to find it on the map before it finds your healthy ones. Okay. Well, Gordon, Mama, you sounded good as usual. Thank you, sir. Here. Good to well, hear from I'm you. I'm in the edge of so-so Mississippi. Well, you I, sounded good as usual down thank here. Thank you very, Enjoy very much. Show. Thank you so much, Jim. It's good to hear from you. One of my favorite parts of the, the country. I really, I love, love, love riding the roads back in that part of the world. It's fun. Good heavens, the grapes are ready. <laughs> this is crazy. We're not supposed to be able to grow all this stuff. Obviously, I've got to shoot some videos at this garden instead of my own. It'll look so much better. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fun stuff. <laughs> I can't hear the conversation. That's true. That's exactly true. Trey says planets do not twinkle, stars do. That's right. Planets are what we, when you look at it, when you look up in the sky, if it looks like a dot, it's more than likely a planet. 
if it's a dot that moves, it's probably a satellite. And if it sits there and twinkles at you, you're looking at a star. I believe you are correct. And we will now let Mr. Starr take us out of here. Y'all are so much fun today. This is going to be a good one. This is, In fact, this may be a broadcast for the books. Stick around. we got more to go on Weekend Gardening. Every girl and boy Knowing they're happy and they're safe We would be so happy, you and me No one there to tell us what to do Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. The Mississippi Lottery is declared a high jackpot emergency. The Mega Millions jackpot has reached an insane level. This jackpot is the definition of mega. Holy smokes, this is big. Players should obtain their tickets early to avoid long lines. Experts advise players purchase the Mega Player option for an extra dollar to exponentially increase the size of their non-jackpot winnings. Why doesn't everyone buy the Mega Player? The high jackpot emergency will remain in place until a player matches all five numbers in the Mega Bowl. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. I noticed mom hasn't been herself lately. She's been forgetful and not remembering to take her medicine. After visiting the orchard, I knew it was perfect. The orchard is Mississippi's premier continuing care retirement community, licensed in Alzheimer's and dementia care for men and women. I know she's in good hands. It's safe, convenient, and most importantly, it feels like home. For that extra peace of mind, call the orchard today for a tour. 601-856-2205 or go to orchard. Orchard. orchardretirement.com. 
Gallo here for Baroni's Tree Pros. My friends at Baroni's Tree Pros put customer satisfaction as the only way to leave a job. Nothing less than the best service you'll find in the industry on tree removal, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris cleanup. You got questions? Baroni's Tree Pros will give you a plan, time frame, and budget that's perfect for you. Free estimate at 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. Or it's online at baroniestreepros.com. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Wishing for a little breeze today. I have to say, last night it was nice. After it stopped raining, and it, it rained, it rained. After it stopped raining, I stepped outside to see if the cats wanted to come in. They did not. And it was all pleasant. Would that I had noticed that the plants had blown over at that point. I might have gone and pulled them up, but I, I'd left them all night. They didn't care. I only broke one or two things. <laughs> so, hmm. I know, I know. I keep talking about Paul the poinsettia, and I've got to find another place for him to live because he's getting too big for his space. And I'm not going to repot this thing. It would take a truck at this point, you know, to get him around. So I, I don't I'm, – I'm, I guess I'm going to have to pitch a tent or something if I want to make him bloom and turn, turn red and all that for Christmas. Otherwise, it'll be another January showing, and I don't have any problem with that. A couple of questions from the Facebook Garden Mama group. When to cut, they moved into a house and this, these trees, these crepe myrtles look terrible. When can we cut them back? You can do any kind of complete pruning that you want to do. For example, if there's too many stems or something and you want to take off little bitty things, you can do that now. But if you want to cut the big trunks, wait until January for, to do that. And another person there asks if there is someone, a professional service, that can diagnose her daughter's shrub problems. Yes, that would be me. You should send me an email. I do consulting, mama on air at yahoo.com. It's, I don't, I don't do very, I don't, I, I, I don't, if I can't figure out what it is, believe me, I know somebody that can tell you what's wrong with your shrub. So, yes. Yes, sir. 
I'll just say, you know, I, I, I call you the no, Doctor de las Plantas, <laughs> and there you are. You, you can fix them. Right? And, and anything I've s- ever shown you, and you've been like, this is how you fix that. I even send you a picture of something. I didn't even know what it was. My cat drug it up the other day. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what is this? I've never seen that. And you go, that's that's a you know, basically a, a baby uh, cicada. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's like Bring bloody mur- It's like bloody murder hearing that happen, too. Those ca- <laughs> I'll be sitting on the porch and hear something screaming down the street, and I'm like, yes. oh, my God. What is it? It's a it's a cicada it's a getting cicada. murdered. Yeah, it, it happens. It's real loud at my place right now. All those all the trees around it are full right now, and I've not had my cats bring them to me, but they, they do bat them around sometimes out in the yard. <laughs> You'll find one laying there, going kind of staggered a little bit. But that's then the, their lifespan is short. I realize that we also have, of course lubbers we have bigger caterpillars and all of those things i mean bigger um grasshoppers and things but these these are small and they're not grasshoppers they've got their legs curled up it's a cicada but it's a baby it's one of the little ones let's see what else we got through his questions we got through these questions we got one more source for um possibly ambrosia heirlooms thank you very much for letting us know laura says that etsy has the seeds also appreciate that and um, there's a whole lot of conversing going on. You want to find out how to listen to the program in different places in different ways. We love that. Of course, at, the, at this moment in time, there there's just no limit to the number of ways that you can get in touch with me. You can call me here on the program. You can send me a text. You can get in touch with me, Mama on air at yahoo.com. People send me messages through Facebook. I have to tell you, I haven't had access to. If you sent me a message, by the way, on the actual um, Garden Mama business page, and I haven't answered it, it's because they keep disappearing. But I'm going to find them. <laughs> Facebook. I know they haven't gone anywhere. Facebook never gets rid of anything. They just stick it someplace you can't. You don't know what they did with it. But I will get to y'all. I promise. No pro. No problem with that at all. I am. Not only are we going to hear stars twinkle, my friends, but we're also going to be able to discover a little bit more of the mechanisms behind cognitive decline and why it happens as we get older as human beings. I listened to a program on the BBC this week that was all about how the how it will be to roll out the the various and sundry better protocols and drugs that they are coming up with for people with Alzheimer's, whose diagnosis is Alzheimer's. And the question is really, how in the world, how long will it work and how much does it cost? And it comes back down to all those same kinds of risk and reward questions that we always make. But obviously, if one can, if you're aware that you're having cognitive decline of one sort or another and you can delay that, who's not going to want to do that? I mean, I think everybody is. So this particular bit of research actually goes along with that same point of view. University of Colorado Medical Campus says that they have discovered what they believe is the central mechanism between cognitive decline, and it's not any of the things that you might find in, in, in a joke session. It actually is something, a brain protein that is misregulated. So you understand if we can figure out how to re-regulate it, we can certainly either belay or we may not be able to undo, but we may be able to belay some of the problems that this this terrible thing can have to, and have that happens to so many people. Now, I'll tell you something else that's in the medical world today that I'm very happy about, and that is I've never understood why when you, you take a kid to the doctor 
and they've got sinusitis, or even when you go yourself, they say, well, I'm going to prescribe an antibiotic, and then you understand because you know these things, that's not going to have any effect at all. It's almost a placebo in most cases. Not every case, but most cases, because it's not a biotic. And indeed, it's a bacterium most of the time, which is not affected that way. So, duh, if we just test the, the children that have the sinusitis and find out whether or not they have have a bacterial problem, we would not only slow down the use of antibiotics, but they would be there when we really need them later on. Because that, of course, is one of the problems that we have with anything that's overused. And if it's used for things that it doesn't really do, like this, as a placebo, just put something else in there, you know. Take a sugar pill or not. We don't, I don't want to tell you sugar, but take something else. And that's what they'll probably end up doing because it will make so much more sense. We don't have to be taking antibiotics, but when we need them, we need them to work. Absolutely true. Johnny's in some, Ronnie, I'm sorry, in Summerall. Welcome in. Thank you for calling Weekend Gardening. Hey, how you doing today? Doing great. Thank you, Ronnie. What's up? Well, I got a fig tree question. Mm-hmm. Um, I've called you about this before, and so it's taken a different turn. Okay. I had it in one spot. It really wasn't happy. It wasn't growing. I moved it to another spot, and it shot up like a weed. It's probably 12, 15 feet tall right now. It's never put on fig. It's about five years old. Now, this past early, early winter, uh, you know, we had some warm uh, shoot times there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it started to leaf out. And it popped out some figs. I thought, well, wonderful. This thing's finally going to make some figs for the first time. Then we had that hard cold snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may have been late, uh, early spring, rather. Uh, we had that hard cold snap. The leaves died. The figs died. Uh, and so they disappeared. And then it started to leaf out again. So I've, I've got plenty of green foliage. Looks beautiful. Like I said, it's 12, 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm. But no figs again. Mm-hmm. The chances are real good that it's a once-a-year bearing fig. In other words, that that, that early, because when they set early, generally speaking, that's uh-huh. the crop that we're going to pick in June. So we didn't get it this year. The good news is the tree is in good shape, which really beats mine, which is not in good shape from the freezes and whatnot. So I would just say continue to take care of it, water it when it's dry, not not every day by any means, but, but weekly so that you can keep the leaves happy and healthy. That's what's going to give you the figs next year. But some figs can do All twice, right. some figs can't. I got you. All right. Well, uh, congratulations, though. Congratulations. It's All growing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. Appreciate that. The little fig that could. See, it, it it made those things, and then it turned around and went. Yeah, I thought that was right, Trey. It is Pontotoc County. I started to say that, but I didn't want to correct you in case you were talking about Alabama or somewhere that I don't know about. <laughs> The Amish in Pontotoc, in the, the Amish in Pontotoc County is where he got his ambrosia cantaloupe plants. Now somebody's going to send me a note from up there and say you should have known that. And I'm going to say, well, I thought I did, but I didn't want to correct Trey. He's a regular here. I don't want to lose him. Don't want to make him mad. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, there's so many things that we can do right this minute. And one of the things that needs to be done, if you have not done it already, take a look at your canna leaves. The I've showed y'all pictures of my callas that are blooming. That's terrific. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them now. They've grown so much they're they're literally crowding their containers, but they are in bloom, and they've just been wonderful. 
But the callas are one thing. They're going to do fine. The cannas, on the other hand, have really outgrown their space. And I'm afraid that as I cut a couple of flowers to put into the vase the other night, I realized that the lower leaves are still kind of twisty. And I'm afraid that it's going to be a, a situation where I've got leaf rollers down in there. If we do, go and look, because right now you can cut that whole can of down, treat with some spinosad, you know, or, or any whatever you're going to treat with, but I'll, I prefer spinosad. And then they're going to grow back. There's still time for them to bloom again before frost here in central Mississippi and probably where you are, too. Chances are very good that that will work. I am happy to say that uh, <laughs> here's some stats you don't always hear. It takes 30,000 ladybirds to, to patrol one acre. I, um, I'm, I'm sorry, 3,000. 30,000 do 10 acres. What does that mean in terms of if you were to, to s- decide you were going to introduce ladybird beetles to your property? You probably don't have to, but you might have to. An ounce of them contains 1,500 bugs. So if we're talking about an acre or two, you're going to just order the basic 1,500 or 3,000 ladybird beetles. For people who think that this is crazy, you have them, okay? If you don't have them, or maybe you want to scoop yours up and bring them over and give them to your neighbors, there are two different kinds. The ones that we call ladybugs are one, and the others are they're very, very close, very similar friend, but the ones that the ladybugs that get inside your house are generally speaking a branch of the family. In other words, they'll all eat aphids, okay? But what we're talking about is the ones that get in your house in the summertime that you have to sweep up or vacuum up or whatever you do to them to get them out. You don't need to destroy them. You can go throw them back out into the woods someplace or out in the in, in the neighborhood. Excuse me, but there's always the question of do they really sting? They don't hurt you, but yes, the, the ones that are in your house are likely, if they land on you, are likely to take a little pinch. The ones that are are not so inclined will leave you alone. Why are there two different kinds? Well, because there just are. I can't really tell you why. If you are looking at your house plants that are, frankly, all over the porch, spread out under the trees, you know, wherever you've got them living for the summer, you may want to consider what I have, and that is that there are some that are easier to take care of inside, particularly in very wet and very dry weather. But those ones that are outside that are doing pretty well may have some lower leaves that are turning yellow. And that's an indication that you need some fertilizer. So now, before we have to think about bringing them back in the house or pruning them or dividing them or finding somebody to give them to because they're too big to go in the house, now's the time to start fertilizing them so you get the leaves in good condition. Go ahead and take those yellow leaves off. Yes, some of them might come back green, some of them might not. But go ahead and take off the yellowed leaves, and then that way, if there's a problem, you'll be able to see it. For example, you take off the yellow leaves, you fertilize the plant, and next week you have more yellow leaves. You have a problem more than likely with overwatering or soil that's staying too wet one way or another than if than, than the fertilizer. Fertilizer's not going to hurt them, but you do need to know the difference. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, y'all, this isn't y'all. I, I want you to be distracted. I want you to go to supertalk.tv. That is so pretty. That's the one I don't know if it's if sunrise or sunset. <laughs> Maybe he'll tell us. It looks like a Grateful Dead photo, you know, with it. 
at the beautiful sunrise slash sunset. I don't know what kind of car that is, too, but it looks pretty cool from the fender and such. Just from the part that we can see. Yeah, just what I see there. I don't know. He'll have to tell us. That's some good irrigation, too. Beautiful. I mean, it is beautiful. I'm really, I I wish that I had that much irrigation. It's just gorgeous. That plumbago that that Sandy was asking about is another plant that people don't know enough of, of. Plumbago has little blue flowers on it in the summer, so it's a very cooling plant. But yes, it, it is, has thin leaves, and therefore it has a hard time putting up with such hot, hot weather. No question that that there's so much, um, there's so many things that we always talk about. That's so much fun. These are so pretty. My goodness, that's gorgeous. Just beautiful stuff. Y'all are fun. This has been this has been a great one. I'm I'm happy to say that we're going to see more and more as time goes by. Um, we're going to look at more and more flowers because guess what? That's what we do around here. We might even show you a tomato with holes in it if you're not careful. <laughs> I was about to do that one, but uh, you know, there's I so know. many pretty we're, pictures. We're having pretty pictures today. We'll save some. We'll save those for the forensic horticulture segment. <laughs> Stick around. Only you know and I know that this is Weekend Gardening. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 95. Here's how to Welcome back to Doghouse Living. We're talking with Bob and Jenny. So what's next with your doghouse? Well, we're going to put on an addition. We've got a litter on the way. And I don't know where we're going to put all of them. Be careful, Bob. You're already in hot water for not calling 811. You don't want to get busted for littering. Folks, stay out of the doghouse. Call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Still waiting in lines and fighting the big crowds in Starkville and Oxford? The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. We have significantly increased our inventory, so there's even more to choose from. Come by and our staff will have you in and out and on your way. Want to score at your next tailgate or homegate party? Then look for us online at collegecornerstore.com or come see us at our Ridgeland store and in Flowood. The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. 
calling all bargain hunters. St. James Episcopal Church in Fondren is having its annual rummage sale on August 5th from 7 to 11 a.m. There'll be an assortment of furniture, art, toys, and clothing all at great prices. Plus, all proceeds benefit church outreach ministries. So come on down to St. James Episcopal Church on August 5th for a great day of shopping and giving back. The sale will be held at St. James Episcopal Church at 3921 Oak Ridge Drive in Fondren. For more info, find the St. James Rummage Sale page on Facebook. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like, ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. I'm Richard Taco Johnson, candidate for Madison County Constable in District 3. I'm a lifelong resident of Madison County and a full-time law enforcement officer. I've spent the last 25 years keeping our community safe from violent offenders and child predators. I've served as a Madison County Deputy Sheriff, a conservation officer, a senior investigator with the Mississippi Attorney General's Office, and a federal task force officer. I believe experience, transparency, and accountability matter. If you would like to find out more about me as a candidate, I invite you to check out my Facebook page. Just search for Richard Taco Johnson for Constable and my Instagram, at Taco for Constable. Please vote to elect Richard Taco Johnson as Madison County Constable District 3 in the August 8th Republican primary. Let's make August 8th Taco Tuesday, paid for and approved by Richard Taco Johnson. to teach me to play the harmonica once he gave up <laughs> it was not a good thing he said you're a flute player you should be able to breathe enough to play a harmonica mm, not so <laughs> didn't happen but perhaps that's why i'm so crazy about harmonica music really really good questions greg says he's still getting some blossom end rot he has gotten the the rot stop the bonide spray on the fruit and on the flowers, mostly the flowers, but you still have to do the water regularly. And particularly in this heat, tomatoes have got to be watered deeply and regularly without any opportunity to wilt in between. That's really what's keeping them going at that point. And so at, I, I say, yes, use that. Spray the flowers with any of the calcium sprays that are available for you because it's really important stuff to do that. That can help a great deal. But you still have to monitor the watering and make sure that it's working the way that you want it to. This is actually the point in the year 
where, for example, if we're planting, we, we get very soon we're into planting broccoli seedlings and, and doing all those sorts of things in central Mississippi, already looking at riches, cauliflowers and whatnot um, further south, of course. But looking at all these things and trying to get make sure that you're going to have enough water for them, a timer is oftentimes the, the difference between getting things watered properly and not. It's easy to set up. It's not even very complicated at all, as Trey's one that he sent in to us the other week showed. But it's just a matter of setting the clock. And if you do that, you're more likely to have the performance from the plants that you want to have. Um, drip system every night? No, that's not necessarily too much. The main, the way to tell is by how deep it is in the, in the, in the soil. In other words, if you put something in and you can get your, your moist the next morning down to two inches, the soil that you're doing good, but you need to get a little deeper than that. So you may want to do it a little deeper, um, a little maybe a little longer, maybe in the morning and afterwards. Either way, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, it's just going to be quite a a love fest in there, y'all. You are y'all are having. <laughs> That's fun. Oh, really good question. This is a plant that not anybody tells us enough about, unfortunately. We we don't get to talk about clevias or clivias um, as much as I would like to because they're just so pretty. This particularly one is several in a large pot. Bobby from Monticello says it needs to be divided. What's the best time of year to do this, and should I trim the leaves back? You will trim the leaves back only if they are damaged. You don't need to, to worry about that. But I don't want you to do this in the heat unless the plant is so crowded in its container that the bulbs themselves are shriveling up. I have actually seen that on one or two plants, but it's it's unusual. So wait until the – if you have a greenhouse, you can do it any time in the winter. But if you don't, if you're going to bring them into your living space, go ahead and do that in the fall, and then you'll have an, a, an opportunity for them to recover over winter inside indoors. It'll be nice. If you have a greenhouse, they won't miss a beat. But if indoors – Probably there'll be lower humidity, and you will have to give them a little more assistance to recover from being separated. Beautiful plants, just beautiful. That's really, I, I tell you what, y'all are. That's a fun conversation. I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> it's too much food. Way too much food. Looks just perfect, as a matter of fact. Now I have one more question from the Facebook group. And it's it's actually something that someone sent me on on Messenger, and that is um, about whether or not we can also plant amaranth at this time. The answer is yes, but it is a little bit longer than zinnias and celosias, maybe a week or so. So we better hurry up and do that. There's another person who has already planted nigella. She's in Hernando. I think that's great. Go right ahead. The rest of us are going to be planting nigella a little bit later on, along with the cornflower, you know, and the the other cooler weather crops but it's a it's a wonderful opportunity for us to grow lots and lots of flowers so i say go for it and you know just like a few years ago i I learned that indeed in zone eight if your soil drains well you don't have to dig up most dahlias you might have to dig up the big dinner plate ones because you're probably going to propagate them but for the most part you can leave dahlias in the ground. They will not rot the way they do in, in my home area where the soil is even heavier. But you do have to have well-drained soil. Now, the question comes, what about my caladiums? No, that's not the same. They are tropical compared to the dahlias, which are 
subtropical in the way that they can make things happen. The caladiums, if you have a couple in a container, for example, and you bring them indoors as a houseplant, they'll dry a little bit. They'll try to put on a flower, but you can keep them in leaf all winter if you want to. A better way to do the caladiums, though, is to actually go ahead and let the the leaves die die down outside and then take the bulbs out of that container and store just the bulbs, which are not actually bulbs, but we call them bulbs, okay? Nice, nice choices that we have. I did not know that the marine cryptofauna is something I have not studied. I will tell you that straight up. In fact, these teeny tiny, teeny, teeny, teeny tiny, this is so much fun. The, the nathias are one of the most abundant of the organisms in the ocean. They're crustaceans. They're called gnathid isopods. They are shallow water creatures where, is where they can catch them, but they're so teeny that they have to use photomicrographs and genetic sequencing in order to find out what they have. These are things that are, make up um, the majority of the biodiversity in the ocean and therefore are essential for everything going on in that part of the world. Well, who else but do who else do we know that if we're going to have something brand new that's important to the ocean and frankly needs a little attention? Well, this one's called Nathia Jimmy Buffett eye. Yes, I'm not making that up. See, not just Beyonce can have insects named after her. <laughs> so funny. Let's see. I have upright caladiums. Will a soaker hose work? Yes, Janet, they absolutely will. Oh, that's that's lovely. You have you have elephant ears. That's beautiful. Yes. Um they can take just about whatever kind of water you can give them at this point. The ones at my house are doing fine, but I they're mostly in soil that is deep. The ones that are in soil that's not so good are do do wilt a little bit or they'll have a lower leaf turn yellow and then turn brown quickly, like in two days, if they haven't been watered properly. Yours look great, so I don't think you have any problems. Just beautiful. Really lovely. I do love those. I'm 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 such a nut. You know, I I wrote a book about tropical plants. And I had the opportunity to write about three different kinds of, of elephant ear-shaped things, alocasia, colocasia, and taro. And for those of you who grow all three, you know it can be a, a real, if they're all thuggish, they can really get after you sometimes. And that's fun. It also means that they can get thuggish around other plants. One of mine, um, I just noticed yesterday, is trying to crowd out a rose and a candelabra tree, neither of which is small, but because it came up so suddenly and, and burst on the scene, I'm going to have to move it. That's one of the plants that you could move if you needed to, but even that's not its not a great thing to have to do that right now. That's absolutely true. Thank you, Janet. Appreciate that very, very much. She says uh, she listens. She's in North Mississippi. She listens every week. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. There are many, many times when I wish that I could talk more and longer and better. There might be chances about that coming up in the near future. We'll see. Meanwhile, come back next week. Let's do this again. It's Weekend Gardening. is a production of TeleSouth Communications.
You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. It's a big job keeping a whole planet fed. More American producers are turning to the fuel that gives them the power to do it. Propane. With lower costs, cleaner emissions, and greater reliability, propane can do more around your operation better than any other fuel. And with an abundant supply made right here in the U.S., you're helping America stay energy independent. We've got a world to feed, so let's get to work in a clean energy revolution. Energy for everyone. Propane. For more information, visit MSPropane.com. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. Divorce forces a father to focus on what's most important, his children. You may no longer be a husband, but you'll always be a dad. In the divorce process, this comes down to three key concerns, physical custody, decision-making, as well as financial support. Each of these is important, and it's important that you choose a lawyer that cares as much about these issues as you do. Online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Richland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 